Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Hello, cats and kittens out there. Oh, no. I, lo- I don't know where I get cats and kittens from. I think that's like from a movie. Um, but that's hello, from friends. Tiger King. Are you sure? Oh, no, I never saw that. So can't be. Oh, well, that's what she was saying. She's like, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. It was all over really? social media. Dang. It was I- all over social media. Wait, no. I think I got this from Monk, uh, one of my favorite shows of all time. I think he said cats oh. and kittens one time. It was, oh, I remember. It was the episode where I think he like took his medicine and he was just like acting really crazy. You guys, Monk mm-hmm. is a great show. I watch it every night before bed. Um, wow. Jade, are there any updates from Married at First Sight or The Bachelor Nation Streets? No. <laughs> I'm not keeping up with these people. But I did see, um, well, you know, Nine Day Fiance is still still going on, still very drama filled. So that's is that Bachelor or Married at, Is that Bachelor or Married at First Sight Streets? Look, you asked me what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> <It sounds> like, <laughs> that's, wait. That's what I came <laughs> She said 90 Day Fiance. Um, okay. I don't think I have any news um, about Married at First Sight, although I did catch Unfiltered by accident. And man, hmm. I'm going to share some photos of that particular. Stop. It was it was tough, you guys. It was, it was tough on the looks. Um, but yeah, shall we? I guess. I guess I don't have any other updates other than that unfiltered. Um, well, yeah, pray for the world. It's burning. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on. But yeah, okay. no other updates. All right. Well, let's hop to it. Um, mm-hmm. So this is Married at First Sight. What was the episode called? I think it was something about friends and family. Friends, or... friends family, and feelings. Oh, my. Wow. So creative. Somebody's oh. phoned it in. I wonder where they get these producers from. Um, <laughs> so um, it's day 11 of marriage. We get a little montage. This of the whole couples. episode is only three days. It's Did only, you realize oh, that? Yes, it's not a lot at all, actually. It's like just footage. I was, I was, it was tough to watch, to be perfectly three frank. Three days. It took them this, I don't, I don't know. Whatever. Go ahead. So we get a little montage of all the couples, you know, existing with their spouses. Um, Brett and Ryan were, oh my gosh, what were they doing? <laughs> I always forget what they're doing. God bless. I think they were in bed and she was like playing with the dogs. Yes, the dogs. And something about how they had to like separate the dogs. And I don't, I don't even fucking know you guys. I don't know. I, I think both dogs happened. wanted to sleep in the bed or something. You know, the bed's kind of small in the, mm-hmm. in the mutual apartment. So, yeah. So they were talking about the dogs. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot what everyone else was doing. That's okay. Gil just went back to work. He's in a fire truck. Yes, 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 yes. Take us. Rachel, I don't, I don't have all the notes. I literally <laughs> took one note and I was like, everyone is waking up. But yes, um, yes. Rachel is going to the gym in the morning. I guess she used to be an afternoon gymmer, but she's going in the mornings now so she can spend time with Jose in the afternoons. That's um, sweet. What a beautiful compliment. So she's finally, it looks like she's up and he's still in the bed sleep. So I guess she figured out a way to get up with the alarm and not disrupt the whole household. Wonderful. So that's good. It seems like they're making progress. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, honestly, they're, I think we jump right into Rachel and Jose. They transition into mm-hmm. them. They're actually doing a little shopping for plants in a really interesting store. Um, it's a cute little nursery thing. Yeah, it was very, um, I, it was interesting. I, I like my, <laughs> I feel like all the ones I've been to have been like more outdoorsy. Um, but these were more, it was interesting. It was really cute, very quaint. Um, my mm-hmm. notes literally say shopping for plants in a weird store. <laughs> but um, Goodness. But it was interesting because Jose was saying that they were looking for plants for the garden. And I got a little confused because I didn't realize they had gardens <laughs> at the mutual apartment. <laughs> so then I was like, so he's already planning on the garden for his home? Like they're already like buying things for the home? So I thought that was really interesting. Um, so they were looking at some basil, you know, some things um, to cook with in the kitchen. Rachel uh, recommended thyme, and he said, no, it looks weird. So, you know, no. She said her talking head that she defers to him on the plants because he's really the person who's cooking in the kitchen, and it looked like they were looking for more herbs. Um, then they got some lettuce. I don't know. It was very sporadic purchasing. <laughs> I don't know why you get lettuce. So, y'all, the part of the chair was leaving out is initially Jose picked up this, like, wall uh decor thing almost like a uh i don't know what you even call those things like a crate with a handle yeah like that goes on the wall like a half thing you get from like home goods or something and he was like let's (laughs) put stuff in there and i'm like what kind of plant shopping is this yeah so he's like we need something that reflect uh, that reflects us like cilantro or chilies and we can make salsa (laughs) this is just this is just really And, you know, our friend Rachel, she was trying to chime in and give some different ideas, but, you know, it didn't go with the Hispanic vibe that I think Jose was looking for. <laughs> like, time. Vibe. He was like, no. Mm. He was like, that has vibe. a weird texture. And then, I don't know where the lettuce came from. I don't know anyone who has <laughs> a head of lettuce just, like, in their thing. That was so but, weird. But, you know, Rachel, Rachel did say she doesn't think it's controlling. He just has it all planned out. But she also says she can't keep succulents alive, so yeah, that was maybe tough for the best. That was tough, because I mean, again, succulents in Houston—it's always very warm. So, like, how did you kill a, succul- a succulent? Just like no sun? <laughs> like, you just—I don't understand. I don't know. I didn't love his recommendations either, though, because he was telling her to water those plants every day, and I was like, that's probably how she's gonna kill things—just overwatering. Yeah, I don't know. So that was we'll an see what interesting happens. scene. Uh, we transitioned into Zach. Ooh, you guys, the energy is stark here with Zach. Um, Zach is really uh, down and out um, ever since his conversation and confrontation with his wife, Michaela. He says the energy has changed and he's really unsure of where to go from here. He's meeting with his friend, Jeron, Jeron, um, who seems like a sensible young lad. He tells Jeron that he is... Oh, my, why did you say his name? <laughs> he says that he is seeing red flags and the way that she handles things he's just not really a fan of that um she gets really you know angry and confrontational and he just doesn't know what to do with that he says that so this is the story that we could not understand last week and he tells it how we a little bit differently a little bit differently but a little bit more clear so he mm. says that he left the apartment, the mutual space, at 7 a.m. to bring his dog to the daycare. And then she got mad because I guess he didn't tell her that he was leaving the house and then moved out after that. So 
first of all, that's what I thought had happened. I didn't think that he fell asleep in his apartment the previous night. I really thought he was still there. So this makes it sound even more crazy. Like that means that her reaction, it makes no sense. Like I, f- I feel like I'm still missing something. Like you can't the be mad that- because he left the apartment and didn't tell you. Is that what she's upset about? I think, well, I was thinking once he was retelling the story, I, I'm still under the impression he didn't even sleep with her. So it wasn't like he was in the bed and got out of the bed and left. I don't think she had seen him since the night before because whatever room he was putting the dog to sleep in, mm-hmm. that's where he fell asleep. Okay, so, so let's say that's again, the case. Like, like, okay, let's say that that's the case. He, he slept in the, in the second bedroom and then left at 7 a.m. Does that warrant her reaction? Now we know it doesn't, but <laughs> you're like, why? Yeah, trying to this? trying to see things from her perspective of Ooh, like, okay, Lord. I could guess like if somebody didn't like come to bed at the, well, if I was asleep, you know how like when you sleep with a new person, like just friend, partner, whatever, you sleep with a new person, you're gonna sleep a little bit lighter than you would on your own. And I feel like if I was expecting him to be in the bed with me and I woke, like I would wake up because he's not there at some point and be like, yo, where is this dude at? Like two o'clock in the morning, maybe when I go to the bathroom. And I would have, like, sought him out at that point to be like, hey, come to bed. Like, what are you doing? Why are you out here with the dog? But I I don't know how Michaela thinks. And um, I also don't know how, how Zach is thinking because I feel like he's wanting to do a Johnny. I feel like they're both kind of overreacting in, in this case. Interesting. Um, I just feel like they're a very extreme couple. Like, when they were liked each other they really liked each other and now that things are like crumbling they're like really crumbling and i i think they just need to like slow down take a breather um and find some balance because they're like really hot and cold well it's it's not great well we learned some new information that i found was just like ridiculous so zach claims that after pastor cal left she left so i guess she didn't stay at the mutual apartment which again is just like what the fuck is going on like that's just annoying in itself like let's stay here and work it out but she's like no i'm gonna go home so she goes home and then apparently later texts him and says she doesn't want to do the housewarming party so it's canceled so that alone is just so frustrating for me and i guess because i don't like it when people take shit and just escalate and just keep escalating like what the (laughs) entire fuck like, you leave the fucking apartment <laughs> after Pastor Cal. We had this whole interaction. I held your fucking hand. And now you're like, well, I'm going to go home now. What? If, what is, what's going on? And now you don't want to do the housewarming? Get, I'm, I'm, I'm so annoyed. I'm annoyed. I mean, I thought after Pastor Cal, like, things seemed okay. I'm not exactly sure why she was, like, why she would leave after that. I'm a little confused. Yeah. Um, I, again, am not sure. Like, this whole experiment thing it just it seems very uncomfortable for a lot of people like i also probably be like let me go back to my house because this is it's too much it's too much you can't get away from this person who you don't even have the patience to tolerate just yet but what's nice Um, is that this is what day two for them like he wasn't they didn't even have the honeymoon together that's true so it's just like fast day two Mm. and you like all right well i'm gonna go like girl okay so (sighs) jeron Um, Uh he seems very sensible and he's just like, you know, you know, the communication, like all this confrontation, like, you know, what's happening, what's, what's going on, what's the plan. 
apparently Zach says that this fits his relationship pattern. Um, his girlfriends in the past were very confrontational and were, and I quote, loud, boisterous, make a scene type stuff. He wants to get away from that. Now, Yikes. okay. <laughs> I was I was with Jerron and I was like, you know, be Jaron. realistic, be patient. You know, get let's 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 slow down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, y'all. I was with Zach, but I'm like Zach, something wrong with you. If this is these are the women that you find well, yourself, you know, entangled. I told with. you on that prior episode when she was like, I'm. He was like, Are you jealous? Because I kind of like that. And I was like, He likes oh. crazy girls. <laughs> he and likes they, them like that. And when they show crazy, he's like, Oh my god, I gotta get out of here. Hence the reason why he hasn't had a long term, you know, relationship. So it's like exactly. Zach, is it you or is it them? <laughs> I mean, in this case, well, it's I think was. he's. Her, but I think on some level he finds like the craziness attractive of like oh she really passionate about me but like he's like uh-uh, I don't want crazy though I don't, don't know about this crazy. time no this time I think it's hitting him a little bit differently and we'll get to that we'll, we'll, we'll get to well that, but I'm also wondering like if he met with the experts assuming you know he met with them and he was like okay well I don't want to be with anyone confrontational. I don't want to be with anyone who's really loud because and then they choose she is, that person. She is loud. Yeah, she I mean honestly like she's not threw, even like in a bad way. She threw paper and toilet paper and Clorox wipes. What did that do to you? Like But I'm saying even before that from wedding day, oh, we knew she was true. loud. She was so fucking loud. <laughs> so if if he's saying, "Well, I don't want anyone that's going to cause a scene." Homegirl has been very, uh, that's true. very out there from the beginning. I don't know why that's we're true. acting surprised now. This is not, this is not like this is out of character for her. Yeah, I mean, honestly, once they said Hurricane K, I was like, oh, I was like, maybe he likes that, but I don't know. It seems like it's hitting him a little bit differently now, and he's like, I don't know if I want to do this. But I'm like, interesting. I guess. I mean, you thought shit was sweet. And mm-hmm. Everything anyway. was great when the sex was. But again, it, we're, this is day four for them. It's like you guys. <laughs> already just falling apart My that's God. what i'm saying they are both really extreme yeah that's true so you know that they can learn from bow somebody who's like Ooh, very Lord. methodical and taking her just, time i told y'all bow is great bow is me you guys um so we'll let's transition to uh to mirla and gill uh we get a song um a special song oh. coming up on this scene it says money money i just can't give it up Anyway, they're budgeting. <laughs> they're doing their budget. Mirla is taking the notes of all the things we need to budget for. Like we both have rent, we both have car payments. And she's blah, taking blah, blah, charge blah. of this conversation because she is, you know, she's the one who makes the money in this relationship. <sighs> yeah. So he's like, well, how much do you spend on groceries? She was like, I don't budget for groceries. As a single person, I, I'm I not exactly that. sure you need to budget for groceries. No, it's just you. But... It's just you. You probably don't even cook dinner every night. That's what I'm saying. Like, how much do we really need to put into that? But we hear from Gil, and he says he spends $150 every three weeks on groceries. And I was like, what the actual fuck? $50 a week on groceries? Well, I'm not shocked because if he's doing those 24-hour shifts, they I I know the firehouse, they prepare meals for them. So that's like, what, 48 hours that he doesn't have to cook? And honestly, I mean, the man said he could live on the streets. He'll need food. What's food? (laughs) Okay. So I see that. I don't know. Like, okay. She looks at her little budget and she's like, well, last month she goes into her bank account. She's like, it looks like I spent $350 on groceries Mm -hmm. last month. 
so that's it's comparable. Well, no, it's not because he's saying every three weeks, not every two weeks. But it's but a yeah, little so bit different. Four weeks, that'd be what, like two hundred dollars for him and three fifty for her. What's what's the what's the issue yeah. here? Like he just, I can't stand him. Keep going, girl. I hate <laughs> <him>. <laughs> so he's like. I'm curious how much are lashes and she's like irrelevant and Girl. i'm glad she said that because i know he was like trying to get on her about this thing and i'm just starting to get really really annoyed because i feel like every time we're on the scene on them in a scene we're having to hear about this damn budget finances budget finances <laughs> can we find a different storyline like I'm why so do we have to keep coming back to this? with him and i love when she was like irrelevant because it is fucking irrelevant broke boy like <sighs> shit shut up chill like, chill oh okay she says, um, he asked her, you know, how much she spends on shopping. She's like, well, I don't shop every month. I only shop two or three times a year. And he's like, so you whip that card out? And she's like, yeah, my card covers a lot, but I also don't carry a balance. I pay my card off every month. Beautiful. Which I was like, girl, the struggle. Because that is, that is a, that's something I have to get better with. And I was like, Mirla, you're doing great, sweetie. You're doing great. <laughs> I hadn't thought about you when she said things. I feel like you told me that before, like, with the, the, having the balance. But yes, Mirla, I always have a balance. I'm like, Mirla, teach me, girl. Teach me your ways. Oh, good. I'm with Mirla. I don't carry a balance. But... No, y'all are great. Anyway, so they show each other their bank accounts. <laughs> and <laughs> this one, this was interesting. I wasn't expecting them to, to do that because I don't show anyone my bank accounts. But... Why, like, why do I need to? Well, um, and I'm, and I'm, it was weird. I was like, are we showing, like, our banks? Like, what? I, I'm confused. Because if you look at my bank statement right now, that doesn't necessarily reflect how much money I had in it. So are we showing, mm -hmm. like, our, our, like, our bank statements from, like, our paychecks or just the bank account willy-nilly? I thought they just, like, went into, like, the banking app and was like, this is what's currently oh, here. Okay. Like, these are I my mean, current balances. That's fine. But... He was like, okay, she got a good savings. She mm. got a good savings. And, like, that kind of shut him up because I guess he thought. I don't know what he For thought. some reason, she was in financial duress. Just in financial ruin. <laughs> just clothes everywhere, shoes everywhere, and then pulled up her savings. And he was like, ooh, that's a legit savings. You do have some money to spend. I see. So, so can I, like, can yeah, I, we're in completely different tax brackets. Can Go I ahead. talk about his savings real quick? Because this was my favorite part of this yeah. whole episode. Go into it. This gave me so much joy because I hate him. Oh, my so, goodness. She asked about his savings, and he says, and I quote, my savings is enrolled in my 401k. What does that actually mean? I haven't heard I, that. I literally have my quote on my quotes. Nigga, what? What are you talking okay. about? Your 401k is not your savings. Those are two Is that what he was saying? Things. Yes. He said his savings is rolled into his 401k. Shut up. I was like, you're so stupid. Oh, my That's goodness. Not so I was true. like, I was like, maybe like, you know. I'm not pulling out my 401k yet. And so I was like, maybe I don't fully understand the way things Girl. work with 401ks. <laughs> but I've had 401ks a lot of my adult life. And I've never, like, thought of them as savings things. Like, you know, because, I, like, yeah, I guess you put, it is a savings, I guess, in a sense. But I've never thought about it like that. So I'm not sure how Gil wrapped his mind around that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then there's more. Connection. So then he says that, oh, well, you know, I had savings, you know, from, you know, from my work. That money is back home in Columbia. He claims he can pull it up, but, you know, my retirement, you know, it's a little slow. Okay, let's, let's, let's dissect that, Gil, because well. this is confusing. <laughs> okay, so you have savings that's in Columbia. Are, are there... 
are there no banks in Colombia? Is, is the money underneath, you know, a mattress or something? And also, why is it in Colombia? You've been in the States since you were 14. Has he been in the States? I thought his dad died when he was 14. He came right after that? I thought he came in seventh How grade. did he get to the States? And where, oh, why actually, is his mom still there? Question. Actually, you're right. I'm actually not sure. But I guess my issue, okay, I don't know what when he came to the States or whatever. That's but. irrelevant. Why, truly but why is the money still there can they not can you not wire money you, you can't wire money so, is that is that not done? i i had thought about this because he was like well i've been saving since i was 22 and it was like a slow a slow 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 start so maybe he was saving like five or ten dollars every couple of months <laughs> but <laughs> he said it was like really slow or you know like so much you don't be saving when you're young whatever Girl. um and so I was also like, okay, but he prefaced it by saying, like, do you want to know how much it is in Colombia or how much it is here? Stop. He's like, please stop. No, he's I don't. Like, it's want... a lot more over there. Of course, and she's it like, is. how much? How much is it here? But I'm wondering if this is maybe like I don't know what kind of savings account, like a family thing, where maybe his mom pulls money from there. I don't know how much money is actually in this account because he doesn't he doesn't end up pulling it up. He writes on paper and he's like, "This is how much I've sent to this account." So he sent money to the account, but is that why? account still there? Why is he sending or, money to that account though? Like why? Well, I don't think it's uncommon for people with family in other countries to send money back home. But that's what I'm saying. Is his mom? Does she have access to that account? Is he like taking care of her? I wouldn't be surprised. But that shouldn't he's, come up in the savings conversation. That's an expense. So why are we talking about that when we're talking about a savings account? Again, I don't care how much money Gil. you bring. It's so I'm thinking the wrong things. I'm thinking he's. I think he's trying to flex and be like, well, I've put this much money, blah, blah, blah. And But his 401k is also low because she says the retirement looks a little slow too and he's basically starting from scratch. So you've really saved nothing. He wrote down $200 on that slip of paper that he sent her. <laughs> like, I was just like, well, if you sit here talking why about can't her we pull that up? I just, I didn't like it. Like, I'm like, Gil, like, you have no money. So, like, why do you keep talking about this budgeting and clothes and shoes? Like, it, it makes me so angry. And I think because she's taking it in stride, probably because she knows that this relationship is never going to, is never going to work. Because he doesn't even mm. respect her. I'm thinking it could work. I think they need to have some serious conversations. She hasn't really called him out on this whole thing with him bringing up her money all the time. How um, you think it could really work? Every time he talks about her closet and and shoes and money, I know, but I feel like it's up to her to be like, look, cut the fucking shit, stop doing that, because it's really starting to know the fuck out of me. Like that's what I would say if it was me, and no matter who we're with, with just us, with friends, you kept bringing up the same shit. I'd be like, look, no, yeah. I, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna deal with it. But you, I feel like as an adult. She can say when she's uncomfortable. I trust her to say when she's uncomfortable with something. And when mm -hmm. she wants him to change something, I feel like she should tell him. She should be like, Gil, you need to stop. And if he continues to do that, then I'd be like, look, mm -mm, nope, I ain't got time to deal with this. I'm trying to make the best of it, but you're not working with me. That's so I'm. You're so patient, <laughs> Jay. You're a patient woman. I just feel like, you know, I'm going to tell you. And if you don't adhere to what I'm saying, then... 
then we have a, a bigger issue. But I mean, I would have told him on we'll wedding see. day when he called her bougie. I would have been like, you can actually like we can actually. Yeah, stop but that's that the thing. Here. She's never like saying like I feel like that's disrespectful or yeah, that's I, I need true. you to stop saying that. That is true. Like, she, I mean, she's sitting she, there kikiing with him, and she she seems like the type to tell you how she feels. So at some point, she's she, it's gonna be annoying to her. I know, but I guess she doesn't reach that yet. Would, so. All right. I, guess I don't so. think it's a problem currently. It's a problem for me as a as a it's, it is uh, a huge viewer. problem for but. me. I mean, I get so angry. I'm like, oh lord. Uh, so yeah. So moving forward, um, we get mm-hmm. Brett and Ryan. I actually took notes on this. Um, oh, so shocking! They were a little usually... bit more, a little more sub substantial. I think because they had episode. people with them, and I was like, oh, some fresh blood here. Um, <laughs> So Ryan is working out with his friend Fernando. Uh, they're mm-hmm. in the gym. What I loved is that they're actually working out like while they're talking. So it's not like how you know when you see reality shows and they're at the gym and people just go standing there. Yes, like they're actively working out. So I was like, I appreciate sit in the this, y'all. Y'all, y'all, serious about? Well, that. we know Ryan works out. He got a little body on him. He even does. He's a trumpy. He does. I mean, I was like, Ryan, goddamn, like <laughs> you look good, but shit. Um, so he <laughs> says that it's been a lot of stress going on. Um, a lot of stress. <laughs> but, you know, he's trying to work through it. You know, there's a lot of changes. Um, and he said that his friend Fernando is like a new, he's a, he's married and also has a new child. So he's going to try and get some information from him about how to, you know, move forward with Brett. We transition over to Brett and her friend Christine. And Brett says the honeymoon was awesome. Um, Ryan, I'm two different versions of reality. I am. It's so scene. jarring. So <laughs> Ryan tells his friend that they are very different and that she's not a big traveler. Damn. He says yeah. that her stress, like she's very stressful and very high, high anxiety. High stress, high anxiety, kayak anxiety. Yes, kayak. Ooh, that kayak anxiety. I was like, damn, <laughs> that's tough. Um, he says he's the complete opposite and is having to like overcompensate his like lucky, like happy go lucky self to like calm her down. I'm like, damn, he hates her. Um, he says that they've been intimate to a certain extent, which I, what does that mean? Um, but yeah, he's having some issues, but I don't know. It's funny because he's, he's saying one thing and then he'll flip it and be like, Oh, but it's great. Like he says that attraction is growing and then says she's an attractive woman. But that doesn't sound really enthusiastic to me. Like I think, like I would your like would your he's... partner say, "Oh, you know, Jade's an attractive woman." Okay, but <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like it feels a little bit different. Well, with him, I don't see him being enthusiastic about much. Like we don't really see him smiling and interacting a whole lot. Not even when he was with his family before the wedding. What Did he seem like super happy and jolly? Mm-hmm. And even this, this scene with his friend, they're not like laughing it up. So I, I think he's just kind of dry in that way. I know he has that dry humor, but I also think he's kind of dry in his presentation. But I thought it was revealing for him to tell his friend, like, this is your friend. This is someone you can be honest with. You ain't got to bullshit your friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm thinking, like, he's being honest, like, yeah, I think she's attractive. I want it to grow, blah, blah, blah. But there's also, like, these other things that are also really unattractive, like all this anxiety she has about everything. Right. It's a lot to deal with. Um, I'm wondering if she calms down, will that be better for him? Like, if she could relax, take mm-hmm. a Xanax, 
Well, I think, but at the same time, I don't think she knows that. Like, he needs to tell her, like, your anxiety is a problem for me. Well, he told her you made a child cry. He said that right to her face. I don't think he's going back from her. Yeah, but I want him to, I think he needs to actually tell her, like, your behavior is a little concerning. Because, like, (laughs) even when she was talking to her friend about the honeymoon and about, oh, you know, you know, I don't like outdoorsy stuff. Like, I think he needs to let her know that, like, those things are really important to me in order for me Mm -hmm. to, like, have a real connection with you. Because I think right I mean, now he's just saying, you know, everything's fine. You know, we're seeing more positives. Like, it's all very vague. They need to have a conversation, too. Uh, everybody yeah. needs to sit down and have a conversation. <laughs> just talk to each <laughs> Get other. Get on the same page. But she does say that she's attracted to him because he looks like an action figure. And he does, yeah, like, a lot of... Baywatch. <laughs> yeah, he does a lot of um, physical activity and things like that. And she says she'll do it. If he asks her to, or if he wants her to do things, she'll do them. But she usually would do these things on her own. Mm-hmm. So, quote unquote, she's a little boring in the adventurous category. Yeah, or traveling. Exactly, boring. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Who do we go to next? Bow and Johnny. Mm-hmm. Well, we go to Bow, I guess, because Johnny does not meet with. We don't see him talk to a friend, right? Yeah, it's just her and her friend. I can't pronounce his name. Hui. Yeah. Why? Um, it's H-U-Y. So she says when she initially went down the aisle and saw it was Johnny Lamb, because, you know, everybody knows Johnny Lamb because he's a party boy. And, uh, apparently everyone <laughs> across Texas, all the Asian community knows Johnny. Never heard um, of. That's why, you know, I specified <laughs> Asian community. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> like, Not us. Know. Not someone I would know. <laughs> um, Especially, like, I didn't go to those schools. You know, we I wasn't educated here in the state of Texas. Praise the Lord. Neither um, was I, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs> but she says, I was thinking, Johnny the party boy, Johnny the bro, she really got in her head about it initially. Um, and she also points out that disconnect between what Johnny says he wants versus when he gets it and why he's not really processing i'm having a hard time explaining it because like johnny's confusing as fuck i don't Mm -hmm. think he knows what's going on in his head um and he's trying to explain to bow and she's talking about this reset she's like i didn't need no fucking reset like i signed up to be married i know what i came for (laughs) i i like this bow i'm glad she's i was like "You, you tell it girl you tell your friend Johnny's over here dicking around, not being serious, telling you stuff is wrong with you. When in reality, it's just he's melting down very yeah. clearly everywhere mm-hmm. and very quickly. He... Like all these, all these, you know, everyone's just freaking out and, and melting down. And I'm like, my goodness. Like, I wish his daddy would come and like talk to him. I feel like he needs his dad because I don't he, know what he needs. He needs therapy. He's struggling. Everybody. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that's kind of all we get for the friend scene. So we don't see everyone meet up with their friends. We don't see Michaela have any conversation mm-hmm. with her, with her friends. And we also don't see um, Rachel and Jose meet with their friends kind of independently. Yeah. We transition from there to uh, the girls meet up and the guys meet up. They're talking about the housewarmings they're planning. This, um, or I guess these scenes get a little chaotic because they're cutting all over the place. Mm-hmm. Bow Bow makes a comment. She's saying for their housewarming, they want to do kind of like an island theme because they went to an island for the. the I was like, girl, (laughs) so 
so sweet of her to think of it that way. I was like, she's like, well, you know, we went to the Florida Keys, and Mirla's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) I was with Mirla. I was like, girl, what is this? No island. We did not go to an island. Doesn't an island have to have a beach? Island I'm has to, to be surrounded by water on all sides, or else exactly, it's like exactly, like Florida. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Come on, Bow. I um, expect you to know better than that, girl. I think Bow. You know, she, I thought she was going to change her theme. Apparently, she sticks with it. But <laughs> I thought that was really funny. That that's what she got from there. Um, the guys are all talking. They're telling Zach about kind of everything he missed with the honeymoon. How Jose is feeding Rachel, and they're all over each other. Blah blah blah. Uh, Michaela fills the women in. Well, they ask her, like, how are things going with you and Zach? And she says they're okay, so she doesn't actually fill them in. But there's a voiceover of her talking about what happened, but she doesn't actually say it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, Brett says everything still feels very hotelish with the apartment, but it feels comfortable with the partner. Mirla and Rachel both agree they feel comfortable as well. We hear from Ryan. He says that Brett's cool as hell, but it feels like we're still like dating or like a friendship kind of thing going on. So I don't, I see more from Ryan in this scene with the guys and I've seen from him probably the whole season. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, he comes a lot. Yeah, he does. I think cause he, I think he's empathizing with Johnny really. <laughs> um, Gil gets on his soapbox about the kissing again. He's telling the guys we still have the kiss. <sighs> we still have the kiss. Um, he says it doesn't bother him, but Ryan's like, you're lying. <laughs> you're lying. It's all he talks about between the budget and the shoes and the kissing. Like, good grief. The budget and the kisses. The budget and the kisses yeah. that he's not getting. Um, so uh, we hear from Brett. We go back to the girls really briefly. And Brett says that her and Ryan bet on <laughs> Mirla and Gil kissing. And Brett won the bet. She won $5 off of Ryan because Mirla and Gil have it. <laughs> Still haven't kissed, um, which I thought was I thought that was super cute. I think it would be really fun to like bet on the other couples what they're gonna do. I know that was actually so, cute. I was like, look at y'all having some personality. Yeah, it seems like maybe like they're doing better off camera than mm-hmm. on camera because it looks like very cringy on camera. Um, the girls ask who's consummated the marriage. Everybody puts their thumbs down. Um, Michaela says, I don't think that's public info, but then we see Zach saying yeah we've been intimate and you know the guys are kind of like it's been two days when did you do that like when did you have time wait so Michaela I I'm, I was really confused was she trying to say they hadn't she put her thumb down but she like when she put her thumb down at the same time she was like I don't think that's public info even though we already know like what? on her diary camp she was in there butt naked so she's trying to tell them they didn't have sex like basically she's lying she's saying that she doesn't want to share Oh, all right. And so okay. Zach is then like, you know, she's going to kill me for saying this. Cause I guess she they agreed together not to say anything. But we, maybe. Saw, we saw them after, like, what is it, post-coitus? Like, we literally saw yeah, them. Yeah, but, like, I think they didn't want the other couples to know. I'm not sure what the reasoning is, but Zach go ahead, goes ahead and tells <laughs> the guys. And he's like, she's going to kill me because, you know, she didn't want me to say this. So I guess they had sworn each other's secrecy or something. Don't know. We transition, not transition, we're in the same scene, sorry. We hear from Johnny, um, oh, Johnny Lord. Lamb. And they <laughs> Johnny asked... Johnny Lamb. <laughs> Johnny Lamb. We, they asked Johnny about attraction, or they asked kind of everybody, are you attracted to your wife? And Johnny says, kinda. And 
I don't know if Johnny's in his head more or if Val's in her head more because I feel like every time Johnny talks, every time he speaks, every time someone asks him a question, shit just starts going downhill. <laughs> Maybe it'd be better if he didn't speak. Well, yeah, because he um, literally says like the, about the traction, <laughs> he's like, it's like ten seconds of silence. <laughs> And then he's like, somewhat? And so Gil's like, what does that mean? And so he's like, well, she's just, you know, she's not my type. But then he says, Like, where the fuck is this information coming from? But then he says, physically, Before he said she's his type. Right, that's what I'm saying. He, and then he literally says he's attracted to her, and she's got the body that he wants, and, he, and she's cute. But the personality type is somewhat different. He said he's used to a different personality type. But then he, like, Ryan completely goes over, and he's like, well, I don't. same statement. And then he's like, but I don't understand what's good for me, you know, or, oh, no, I'm sorry. Gil thinks that Johnny is used to a specific type, and he doesn't understand what's good for him yeah, in the Gil long Yeah, Gil knows run. he's super superficial. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Zach is, Lord, Zach is teetering off the edge at this point. He's like, yep, yep, Johnny, I, I agree, I agree. What if it don't work? Mm-hmm. What if it don't Ryan's work? Ryan's like, I'm yeah, like, I, under, I understand personality is important. <laughs> <laughs> So we get to hear from Val. She's telling the girls that apparently Johnny has this checklist of reasons to run that he utilizes with women when he's dating. Mm -hmm. And apparently he thought by going to the show, he would just give them his checklist and that would solve that problem. Um, And Val's kind of like, look, there's no fucking checklist. You can't, no one's going to be perfect. No one's going to meet these, these standards. Um, Thankfully, we have Jose the Helper. I have a couple of hashtags for these people. Um, so Jose is hashtag Jose the Helper. And then Gil is hashtag Gil the Gossip, um, which we'll get to. But Jose, he talks about give and take. You know, these relationships take work, blah, blah, blah. And then we have Zach being pessimistic. And he's, you know, what if it doesn't work? What if it just, what if no? You know, no is Lord. the answer. Which is a pretty clear indication of how he's feeling Absolutely. after everything happens then we have some intimate johnny moments he's kind of contemplating with his racing thoughts and um he's like i thought i was ready and um maybe i'm not now she's fucked because i'm fucked and he's crying and like the back alley of the restaurant that they're at it's just a mess our good friend jose the helper comes out though he lends johnny a shoulder to cry on gives him a hug which is i guess needed at this point I don't know what's going on with Johnny. I I wanted to like him in the beginning, but now I'm like, dude, you don't they do some kind of readiness evaluation with these people to figure out like, okay, these are you mentally don't care? in a place? No, they don't. They don't <sighs> care. Like they do, but they don't. And so like my thing is, Johnny talks a really good game, but ba- he yeah. can't do that with Bao. Like she is too. Like she's too. She's very intuitive. Yes, very intuitive. You cannot lie to her. Like she is really. She has a really good read on people. You can't sit here and fake it with her. And so now he's. You know his number is up, and he's caught up with a woman who knows what the fuck she wants and what she deserves. And he's his sitting there. Worst nightmare. Yes, and he's looking like, well, damn, do I know what I want? Like I think he's literally spiraling, and he's just like, shit. Like I can't lie to this girl. Like, am I ready for marriage? Like, what am I doing? Like, I thought I was going to get the perfect girl. And, you know, what if my expectations are too high? I'm like, this perfect, like, who, where is this coming from? Like, why is he he, so obsessed with perfection? It's weird. I don't, I don't, well, I don't want to say anything bad, but 
Um, you don't want to say anything bad. I don't want to say anything bad, but, you know, perfection... Perfection sometimes is highlighted within families. Like, you need to be perfect um, or have this perfect lifestyle. But I think for Johnny, his idea of perfection is a little skewed. Mm-hmm. His family does seem happy with Bao. Um, yeah, even his, his dad seems happy. His mom and his auntie seem happy. But I think Johnny's like thinking about this perfect, hot, spicy girl. Like, I don't know. I don't know who his like celebrity crushes are. But Bao is not that. She's not like oh, overly sexy and, you know, rubbing his penis every time he walks by. Oh. She's just being herself. <laughs> and I think he's having a hard time like figuring out what to do with someone who's just regular like she's very normal yeah um i i don't know i mean i'm a little bit over him yeah i'm so between him and gil i'm just like both of y'all can just get out of my face Mm. um so i'm very over them um so then i'm trying to think where do we go from there we uh, go to oh, and Gil. They're Gil. meeting up back at their mutual apartment, and Mirla's already complaining about Hype, because Hype is walking around, and apparently while he's walking, he's slobbering. He's trying to come <laughs> into the gross. room. That is kind of gross. I, I'm not familiar with dogs who are just <laughs> slobbering, like, just walking around. Like, that's a bit concerning. I'm sorry, that's a bit well, concerning Well, he's old, but Ooh, I don't know. Weird. Like, why can't, why is he slobbering? Well, is he like a version of a bulldog or something? Like his jow- jowls don't close all the way? I don't know. Heaven. But that's beside the point. So she's there, <laughs> and then Gil comes in. He's he's one. He's so excited to talk about what happened. My dogs these. don't slobber, y'all. My dogs do not slobber. Their mouths stay closed. My dog doesn't either, but <laughs> we have saying. a different breed. We don't have a hype. We definitely um, don't. Lord. Okay, yeah, sorry. one of my friends used to have a bulldog, and they'd be like drool all over oh. pants. It's just, but I don't. Hype isn't like a proper bulldog. I don't know what kind of dog. That I is. thought he was a, um, a pit, a pit mix. That's what I thought. Oh, who I don't know. He, I can't tell. He looks very. I don't know. Blessings <laughs> to all the dogs out there. <laughs> Besides the point. So Gil's super excited to catch up. He sits down with Mirla. He's like, "Spill the tea. What happened?" And this so is where weird. we get Gil the gossip because I she's like, well, it was kind of regular, like or it's, it was fun, but it's like five of us, so we didn't talk like a lot about a lot of deep things. Mm-hmm. She's kind of confused about why he's so excited, but he's like, okay, so Bao and Johnny are having issues because Johnny isn't happy. He feels like he's settling. He's just letting it all go, and I was like, oh this <laughs> Gil. Rain it in. He did not have to come back to her and tell her all their business of what was talking about. Because Val didn't mention all that, I don't think. But I guess when you're married, you can do that. So Yeah, I suppose. It just seems real messy. Because this reminds me very much of when they were at the um, at the honeymoon. And she missed out on the, the beach day, the pool day or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, he came back and told guy. her, like... All the business, and he was there telling all their business. Like Gil, Gil's a gossip. Yeah, I don't. Really it's like, like old, it. like an old lady. Um, but he tells her everything that's going on, and he kind of has a weird spin on it because he's like, "Well, we don't really know 
how Bow is behind closed doors. We don't know what she's saying to Johnny. And I was like, did you not understand what the issue was? Yeah, that was very interesting. I was like, he's not saying that she's doing anything wrong. He's saying that he's not, that Johnny's not sure if he's ready for marriage. Like, she's not, she's just living. Like, and this is why you shouldn't gossip because you sitting here talking and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about and right. you're saying like acting like she's bullying him or something. So and all she's weird. doing is being being giddy apparently and it's getting on his damn nerves. All she do is she just want to have joy, <laughs> just have joy and spread joy. And Gil like, oh, I don't know how she is behind closed door. Like, what are you talking about? Shut up. Go he count some money. A- like, if I knew Gil, I would not tell him any of my business because the whole yeah. firehouse would know my business if, mm-hmm. if it was up to Gil. All of Houston, maybe. I don't know who he knows. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Mirla's like, so are we going to call your mom today? Which I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting that she's looking forward to that. So they decided to call Gil's mom on FaceTime for the first time, which... I don't know. It seems like they could have called her sooner. Um, we hear a little clip of, or there was a clip of Gil's mom that was played during the wedding. And this was confusing as well because the person who presented it said, oh, we got in touch with your mom. And this is what she had to say. <laughs> yeah. so, I was like, wait, was she? That was so weird to me because I was like, how you got in touch? Like, could she? Could you not just call her? Like, was she missing? Well, yeah, because like, he's weird. like, I talk to my mom every week. And... Right, so I'm like, well, of course you got in touch with her. Weird. I, I was I was a little confused. I mean, she wasn't at the wedding, obviously, but and she couldn't use some of the money from the set. Never mind. <laughs> Stop. Lord. So they talked to his mom. His mom is super excited to meet Mirla. Um, it looks like the conversation is going really well, except for Gil is again bringing up shoes and stuff. And Mirla's kind of rolling with these jokes. She's like. Yeah, he's handsome, and a pair of shoes wouldn't hurt either. How do I make him love shopping? You know, she's really <laughs> en- engaging in the in the banter yeah, um, that they have. Yeah, so it seems like that went really well. She seemed happy to have me- met his mom. Um, mom seemed super thrilled. She was saying, you know, blessings for both of you. Make sure you have respect and blah, blah, blah. So it looked good. Looked good. Looked like we have a good foundation there. And, of course, um, Gil's mom's in Columbus. She speaks Spanish and Mirla speaks Spanish. So mm-hmm. no communication barrier there like we had last season with uh, Brianna and Vincent's mom. She also said something couldn't... really strange. I'm sorry. She says, thank you for loving my son. I was like, Mom, what are you talking mm-hmm. about? <laughs> it's a bit much, right? I thought about that, too. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> we haven't even you know, kissed yet. <laughs> Well, he, she doesn't know that part, apparently. So he she's told like, oh, her. You. He told her in the conversation. Oh, well. As I was like, Gil, shut up. <laughs> well, I did notice in this conversation, like, as she was talking about him, she was like, he's very handsome. She was leaning her head on him. And I was like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of physical touch happening. Like, she is warming up to him physically, I think. That's true. Um. So, yeah, I think his mom, his mom wants to believe that she's loving him. She's not hurting her baby, I guess, so... I did. I was like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, girl, what's going it's on? It's a lot. It's yeah, a lot. No, there's no love here, mom. So, um, so we yeah. transition into Johnny and. Oh Val. wait, 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 wait. Oh, there's more. There's a little bit more. So we hang oh, up with Lord, mom. I know what you're about to say. I was just gonna move. Good. Y'all, we just finished the episode <laughs> right before recording it, so it's real fresh in our minds. Oh Lord, um, real fresh. I'm talking like 15 minutes before. Recording, um, but Gil tells her that she's extra 
so they're off the phone with mom and they're just like around the kitchen island. He's washing his hands or something like that. And she's doing whatever. And he's like, you're extra. And she's like, what does that mean? Like, tell me what extra means. And he gets a little sassy. Gil's kind of, he's a sassy gossip, man. He's an asshole is what he is. He's like, you know, do you want me to get you the Urban Dictionary of Extra? And she's like, yeah, tell me what it means. And he's like, too much. And she's like, I'm too much of what? And he's like, everything. And I thought that was really, really mean. I would have been like, you want me to get the Urban Dictionary for broke? Because that's what you are. Broke (laughs) Gil. Gil broke. No Um, money. No moss. No. (laughs) 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 I'm sorry, but like he he really pissed me off with that. Extra too much? You wish you... Girl, I was so angry. <sighs> it's very triggering. Like, this whole episode I, was just so triggering for me. I, I don't know if I felt triggered, but I was like, that's mean. Like, if she just says something mean to you back, and unfortunately, we don't get to see it kind of cuts off. And I mm-hmm. hate that, because I feel like every time with production, when they splice these scenes up, we're not getting the full... The full view of what's happening. I'm sure she said something back, and I want to know what she said back to him. She probably put him in his place. Or maybe she just laughed. I'm like, Mirla, come on, girl. Like, mm. you, at some point, you're gonna snap. Like, wh- when will it happen? Yeah. Okay, we can move on to Val and Johnny. I'm ready now. <sighs> Heavens. All right. So, this is they've okay. So the song that's coming on as their scene happens is called um i've been hiding from you like literally the words are i've been hiding from you and i was like you guys do we think they just have like a vocal person to say these specific <laughs> phrases or oh how is God. this coming about because it just all seems like really on the nose i don't know girl but it was just a, it was very dramatic um so they're laying in bed I, I guess this is at night i can't even tell um johnny says in his talking oh, yeah, head, i think this is the night after the after they met up with, or the same night, the night of meeting up with everyone. Oh, of the guy hangout. Okay, yes. Um, mm-hmm. So Johnny says in his talking head that he's still waiting for that deeper connection, and he's just unsure about their relationship. Bao asks him how he's feeling. She says he doesn't seem okay. Uh, Johnny does a little laugh, and he says, I don't even know where to start. He says that the guy hangout was a lot of fun, but it hit him that he was feeling very confused about what was wrong with the relationship. And more specifically, what's wrong with him? Because he knows mm. that Bao is totally into this and totally into him. He's trying to figure out why he's focusing on all the negatives. And he tells her that he had a mini meltdown because it seems like they have these problems and are facing them. But what if he went in to the marriage for the wrong reasons? Oh, no, for the right reasons, but he wasn't ready. So basically, he's sitting there telling her that he doesn't think he was ready for marriage, and he's just kind of having a complete meltdown. Mm -hmm. Um, Bao says that this is really disappointing to her. I think she says this in her talking head, um, because she's putting into, she's putting a lot of time and effort into this marriage, and she says that she always had a fear that she would go into a relationship or go into a marriage, you know, giving it her all, and that other person does not. And so she says that it's stressful because, you know, what you worried about is a valid reality. So that was mm-hmm. unfortunate. That was really sad. Do we think if they would have had sex by now that he would still be saying, I'm confused. I don't know if I'm attracted to her. Ooh. Because honestly, I'm glad you mentioned that because later on in the episode, he completely starts talking about the intimacy. So I'm like, so what is it? Like, you just want, like, you just want to have sex. 
Like you just. Well, you that's just, what I'm saying. I think she just hasn't busted open for him, so he's having a hard time figuring out how he feels. But why would she if he's sitting here talking about he think he did this for you know because he's not ready. He's fucking Johnny Lamb. <laughs> he doesn't have to do anything. I'm like this Girls is stupid. Are just throwing themselves at him. No, like I'm like if you want me to trust you and have sex with you, like you do the opposite of what Johnny is doing. Okay, like you don't sit there no. and be like, well, I don't know, I, I can't, and you know, I'm so you know disgusted by your joy. Like this is not the way to have sex. <laughs> Johnny She's does never... not know how to date. Remember, he doesn't date people. This he is, just this is troubling. Him. This is troubling though, because you literally just told he this girl can't that you're tolerate not someone's joy. He can't tolerate uncomfortable conversations. He doesn't have space for anyone else's feelings. As far as this makes me upset. That makes him want to run because he doesn't do this. I don't know how you go from not dating yeah. anyone more than two dates to going into a full-blown marriage and thinking you're going to be okay to navigate that. It doesn't <sighs> make sense. I don't know, but it's just, it's how are you going to get this girl to have sex with you? You just told her you're, you're not attracted. Like he's, he's, he's cruising for a bruising. So um, I don't know how this is going to end up, but blessings to bow and to bow she's a mess. I, just, I want her to get out of that she's doing her voice again and i'm like she wanted a brilliant mind hello <laughs> a nobel prize and this is what she got woman. this is what she so got so he's like well let's sleep on it and talk about it tomorrow she's like yeah mm. right i'll try to sleep on it but <laughs> she's like, sure. my mind will be spinning all night because you just unloaded this on me right before bed like how do you think i'm gonna sleep Such i already snore and stuff like now i'm gonna be awake and you know I don't know. Johnny, Johnny, I'm telling you, he needs his daddy. We transition into housewarmings and let's see who we go to first. Rachel and Jose. So his parents come, his dad and his stepmom, Julie. Oh, Julie's back. <laughs> Our girl, Julie's back. She's not drunk, so she's doing well. Um, <laughs> I think her friends come. Um, they're telling everyone, you know, the, honey, the honeymoon was good. They're really sunburned. They haven't been fighting. I didn't realize that Rachel is a special education evaluator, mm -hmm. but that came on the screen for this time. And this time I caught, I was like, "Oh, that's that's good. I'm glad to to hear that. It sounds like a really good job." Well, anyway, it was something because I know she has her master's. So I was like, "She must be some sort of like sped teacher or something." So or mm. sped supervisor. So I was like, "Good for you, girl. You ain't yeah. no fool." Yeah, I like I like to know a little bit more about her. I wish I feel like okay. So in this scene as well, they get onto financial differences because somebody asks about things that they're different at. Jose starts talking about finances, and he won't Ugh. stop fucking talking. And that's what I was gonna say. Like I wish I could hear more about Rachel and her. I, I feel like she has a good personality. Like when she speaks, but Jose really overshadows her. Yeah, like, absolutely all the time and he's talking about the finances and he's kind of shading her as well and saying like she wants to go on all these trips and we need to save money and you know i have a house in Perland and you know not to my own horn and he's right. just going and going like, and going and at this point he was talking so i like stepped away from the screen for a little bit i think i went to get something i don't know oh you he missed it he showed us what? he showed everyone the board Oh, I think I came back when that, and I was like, was that that damn board? I told you he was going to bring it. Not surprised. I guess he's so like, guy... pull this out for the folks. Yeah. It's, this is, it's not good. Um, <laughs> so Rachel's kind of sitting there just, you know, entranced with him talking, and she's worried about feeling restricted. He's talking about this whole, we need to have 
one um account one joint account thing oh my god i'm still tuning this out because we've already heard all this but he's like in an ideal world we would have one account i would pay all the bills from it and then whatever money's left you know we could spend um if we if we have any money left and the friends are kind of like treading lightly like okay uh uh-huh yeah let's try to be fair to each other blah 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 it's it's done for with this this budget thing. They're not going to agree on this. This is going to be a big problem, I think, later on. Absolutely. Because, again, she's not here for this level of control with her money that she earns. Um, or her credit that she also earns. <sighs> we go back to Bao and Johnny. This is, I guess, the morning after she just decided to sleep on it. So Bao's looking really tense. She's wearing a cute little dress, but she's looking uncomfortable um johnny's saying that he's not ready to say that bow's his for his forever person he doesn't feel like there's a spark and i'm telling you it's because they're not having sex johnny (laughs) is unable to stop thinking with his penis and to think with his brain he's just he's confused he doesn't know what's going on because there's Mm -hmm. no sex um so she's Val says, we still have a lot of talking to do. They talked last night, and she's, we need to talk some more because she's not super satisfied with how things are going. Um, her friends end up giving Johnny a, like, a wedding gift. It's a book. It's called uh, She Comes First. What's the rest of the title? Uh, I didn't catch it, but I was like, it sounds like a great book for Johnny. <laughs> she Comes First, and then the rest is like, you know, something about pleasuring the woman in your life or something like that. Bao says she's really into it and hopes he reads it, which I was like, Bao, really? This man has already told you he doesn't like when you're happy. Yeah, that's true. I was like, damn. I was like, I don't know if that's really best. (laughs) (laughs) I would not be moving towards sex with somebody who was like, your giddiness makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I I just wouldn't. I don't know about this girl. But I'm also like, okay, so one thought I had recently with this whole sex thing in them do you think she, since she's not showering before bed, how is he going to have sex with her? Well, no, I don't think that's a normal occurrence. I think she was trolling him because, like, honestly, like, she has a bidet. I was like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I really don't mm-hmm. think that was a huge issue. I don't know. Okay. I think Johnny's looking for a lot of issues, just like he yes. said. Yeah, um, like, I think he's just looking for things to, like, you know, make a big deal out of. Yeah. So Bao speaks with the women that come over and she says they're having a lot of deep conversations and deep disagreements because they know each other where some of the other couples are still kind of getting off the ground. Um, but she says she's 100% in and she feels like he's 90%. And I was like, well, damn, that's really generous. 90%? You that like was he's 90%? very generous. I was like, girl, where did that come from? 90? That was nuts. 90. I was like, wow. 90. Wow, wow, wow. I feel like... Jose is 90% in. Yes, absolutely. I was like, I think, honestly, Johnny gave me a more accurate depiction of where he is. He said, didn't he say 65? He did. He said 65. (laughs) I was like, that sounds more like the truth, but I would even reckon it's probably like 45. Right. Um, I was like, that actually feels a little bit closer. I'd say, you know, like a 50. Yeah. So he starts talking about that intimacy, and he's saying, like, he essentially wants more intimacy. I'm not sure why he feels like he needs more intimacy, what he feels like he's done to move things forward. Because as we learned last week, he's not even initiating physical contact and kisses with her. Mm-hmm. So how he's going to get to intimacy, I don't know. I think it just depends on Johnny 
like every time you talk to Johnny, he's thinking something different. <laughs> and he yes. just seems very uh, sporadic with his thoughts of what he ne- needs to next do in their relationship. Like, oh, I don't like her getting this. Well, maybe she's not my type. Or maybe we need to have sex. Like, he's just... He's all over I don't the know. place. But I guess he's thinking about it and he's trying. So maybe that's the benefit. Like, he's... Is he Actively trying? considering what to do but he's also considering like maybe i wasn't ready but oh shit here i am like what am i gonna do now oh heavens i guess it's better to know you aren't ready than to still think you're ready so i don't know he's doing a lot of thinking this is what i mean they're both just in their heads this this couple i don't know i don't know if it's gonna go well all right well we transition to michaela and zach uh, mm-hmm. Michaela says that she had a change of heart about the heart heartwarming. <laughs> she, said heartwarming. She, she said she went to sleep. <laughs> she went to sleep and woke up and was like, you know what? Housewarming's back on. She took a nap. Sometimes all you need is a nap, y'all. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. It'll reset your day. So her friends come in with, you know, lots of yummy snacks and food. And she says once she saw her girls, that's all she needed. Um... You know, Michaela's chatting with her friends. I don't even think she mentions that they're like kind of mid, um, I guess, mid disagreement. Um, she's just kind of talking like, no, she's saying she's like, things are getting better. We're learning how to, what works with communication, what doesn't. And I was like, here you are, sugarcoat, and you're not really. On yeah, I was like, are things getting better? I was like, I don't know. It was weird. Um, she's talking about how he's a toothpaste crusher and she's just like, oh, I don't want to change him. I was like, girl, this feels very fake to me. I don't know. It was just that whole scene felt very strange because they literally just had this huge argument. He, she didn't even come back to the apartment. I, I just felt it just felt a little bit phony. Mm-hmm. Um, so Zach comes in with his friend from earlier, uh, Jeron. <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying his name like that. Um, That's a weird spelling. Zach and Michaela hug, and I have in my notes, it is stiff. Mm. Um, he says in his talking head that he thinks that Michaela can get over things pretty quickly, but he's not like that. Um, they transition over to Zach talking to her friends. He actually starts talking about the argument. Um, and he asks about Michaela's personality and how she handles conflicts. Her friends say that it's not a usual thing for her to have these outbursts. Mm. Uh, I don't know, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I feel like my friends, uh, I don't know. Um, they say that once she's comfortable, you know, she softens a little. Michaela, you know, her, her <laughs> friend Courtney was like, she's the most level-headed, insane person. Yeah. I was like... I don't That's really a stretch. Know what's going on, you guys? I was really confused. I was like, "Who? Where is this coming from?" That's a big difference than what we've seen. I haven't seen level-headed the whole season. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. That's why I was like, I don't even know how to recap this because it felt like lies. Preach. Mm, <laughs> um, so then Michaela starts talking with Jeron. Um, this was really hard to follow. She says that it's hard to work things through. And they need to learn what is and isn't okay. I was really confused. It sounded like she was placing the blame on him. She was doing a lot of skirting around the issue, <laughs> from what I could tell. I was like, she she knows they talked, obviously, because it's his best friend. His friend is saying things that seem very geared toward her. Like, sometimes you overreact, you need to chill. Yeah. And... I guess it's uncomfortable to be called on something by somebody who doesn't know you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's why she's like, well, little like she's kind of talking in circles. 
Yeah, but did anyway. she say something about vindictive? I was like, what are we talking oh, about? Oh, I didn't hear that. I heard vindictive, and I was like, what's going on? So that's why I felt like she was trying to, like, make it seem like they were both in the wrong. I was just like, girl, mm. I don't know if this is this conversation is going well. Um, so at some point, Jeron uh, transitions into, you know, discussing that Zach has been in a lot of toxic, immature relationships. Because Zach is toxic and immature. Let's call it for what it is. Right. So I was just like, I don't know where y'all move forward from that. So that was that. Heavens. Yeah. That's pretty much it. He was, again, talking to them about, or Zach was talking to her friends about how they would do with kids and things like that. He's essentially telling them, like, (laughs) oh. Well, his fr- her friends were like, y'all gonna have to be on the same page with kids because that's a big deal. Like, y'all can't Girl. still be having these communication things. And he was like, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Mm. And he's he's pretty um, skittish at this point um, with her, which I think there's good reason. I don't think he's being unreasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, we go back to... We go to the housewarming for Brett and Ryan, not back to... Um, but they're looking good. looks like they do well with friends. Friends look good on them. Um, everyone's married. Ryan says he's looking for advice about being married. They end up drinking. They're playing games. Ryan says sometimes they have to stop themselves from talking because they just won't stop. They just start talking and talking and talking and the conversation's just flowing. Wow. Which I was like, really? <laughs> what y'all talking about? I'd love to hear. <laughs> I wouldn't. I think I'd be bored, but... His friend is telling uh, Brett that he's just super tender and, you know, you'll get to that side of him. This girl seems annoying to me for some reason with this advice about Ryan. I don't know why. but Yeah, I was I, I checked out. I was like, I don't know what y'all are talking about, but I'm so just not even into She's it, like guys. leaning into her. It's it's it gets weird. But. Yeah, something about the marriage and being married and advice. I was like, everybody can save your advice. <laughs> Like, just save it, please. Thank you. Yeah. It's going about as great as you could expect. Um, From there, we go to Mirla and Gil. Um, Their friends come over. Again, they're saying, oh, no, we're not fighting. Um, Mirla says Gil's very patient with her. He, again, brings up her closet. And it's like, she got a lot of stuff in her closet. Jeez he's saying like she just has a lot of jeans he has never seen like closet organization tools like I don't know if y'all um like pay attention there's like right now there's a lot of like organizational stuff on social media where people like putting cans in the refrigerator or putting like uh fabric softener into glass containers and things like that (laughs) but it's I don't know organization is I don't know, for some reason, popping on TikTok. Mm-hmm. But Mirla has um, closet hangers where you can put multiple jeans on one clothes hanger. And Gil says he's never seen these things and doesn't understand why anybody would have so many jeans that they would need this amount, like these kinds of tools. Mm. <sighs> Which I'm like, this is, this is, hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he says, like, she has seven pairs of trues, so he's brand checking her. Um, on what she has. Her friend comes in and he asks her, how many pair of jeans do you have? And she's like, maybe like nine. And so he's just making this all into a big thing about the clothes that she has. 
And so Mira, in her talking head, she's like, he loves to joke about my standards. Um, but again, she doesn't say it's a problem. She says these jokes, you know, they're okay with her for now. I'm thinking that maybe other people have also joked with her about these things. And that's why she's not reacting to it. But mm. I don't know. It would annoy me. Um... She says that it's been good. Everything is feeling natural and normal. Um, he says he trusts her. Gil also in this scene has on this plaid shirt and it looks <laughs> small. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what he was his, wearing. I was his, like, what is this? His arms are huge. I and I guess that's how they should be as a firefighter. But this shirt looks tight, boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they bring up the kissing. Thing, and Gil's like, you know, oh kissing, kissing, whatever, whatever. <laughs> this, guys, wash, rinse, and repeat. I don't even have to go into this. Y'all know what's happening. So his friend asked her about the pacing because it's general pacing. She says usually a little bit slower um, just because, you know, you have more time. You're seeing someone less usually mm-hmm. in a dating relationship. So he calls himself a signature dish at some point. Oh Gil refers to himself as a signature dish. Um, and says that he doesn't feel like things should be that way. Um, he ends up speaking with her friend and she ends up speaking with his friend. Her friend tells him that he hasn't seen Mira be like super affectionate or engaging PDA with anyone that she's dated in the past eight to 10 years, which I was like, ooh, <laughs> eight to 10 years, huh? Never seen her like anybody. Yikes. It's pretty... Well, and I was like, well, maybe they don't have, yeah, I don't know, 10 years. I was like, damn, I don't even know how to explain this Mirla. What's going on, girl? So I was like, I'm, I'm well, not she's sure. okay. 10 years, she's 35, she's been in four serious relationships. So I feel like when you're in a serious relationship, you can hold someone's hand, or like, I see affection between her and Gil, but I don't know. Maybe this guy's not paying the most attention. Um, yeah. Yeah, he may She's, not be. Who knows? Because he seemed pretty like, I don't know. <laughs> like, he was just like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, why are know. you asking me that? I don't know. Mirla is in the bedroom, the second bedroom with Willie, which just looks uncomfortable because they're, like, it sitting was. on the bed. And I don't like <laughs> I'm him. Like, I'm not a fan this of him. This is the same guy from the wedding who said Mirla was high maintenance and was just kind of all up in the business. Um, but, yeah, they're, like, in this tiny room. Production's in there, I guess. These people are sitting on the bed together, which you would not do. like. If I had a housewarming, nobody would be sitting on any beds, <laughs> but because it's a housewarming, you know, there's a balcony, there's corners, but I guess for production, we need to get this secluded. But he starts asking her about the finances <sighs> again, and she's like, "I'm very money driven," and he's not, and I'm not moving into. She's not moving into his apartment. Um, cause she likes to have things a certain way. And Marilyn's like, I like things the way I like them. I'm not changing. Mm -hmm. And he just kind of looks like, okay. (laughs) This is not news to anybody. Again, this, this storyline is getting a little bit old for me. I need some new material from them. (laughs) Um, we need a new issue because it sounds like we're decided on this. We know where we stand. Nothing is changing. Let's move on. Oh, heavens. Um, who's next? Oh, Bao and Johnny. Um, mm-hmm. So I checked out of this conversation just because I've checked out of Johnny. They were laying in bed. Um, Johnny was saying that the housewarming just felt really good, you know, you know, fixing everything up and getting food ready and preparing the house. Um, Bao said that, you know, well, when we do things together and, you know, 
put forth, you know, effort on both sides. Like, we're really good together. Mm-hmm. Um, that was all I got from that conversation. Um, let's see. Only thing I got, he's kind of happy again. Yeah, I was like, you know, Johnny's he- happy right now. So I was like, I guess, you know, we're in for a low next next episode. We need a mood stabilizer. Honestly. Um, she's still in her head. He's saying a lot of good things. Like, let's listen to each other and try to understand each other. And I think he's just saying that because he's in a good mood right now. Mm -hmm. Um, He says the waters look smooth. And she's like, no, there's always going to be waves. But they're beautiful. And they'll make us stronger. And I was like, see, he wants no issues whatsoever. I'm glad he said he's thinking about smooth waters. Unrealistic. Get real. And move on. But it seems like she's, for some reason, something about him is keeping her there. She hasn't written him off yet, which I'm surprised. As am I. Um, we go to Michaela and Zach. They're cleaning Ooh, up. Heavens. He says he learned a lot from her friends um, about her. And she says she took advantage of how caring he is with her behavior. She's trying to apologize. She said it was an overreaction. She acknowledges that he may feel hurt and abandoned. Mm. He ain't giving her nothing to work no, with. Absolutely she nothing. Is, she is basically begging and pleading, like, I overreacted. I'm so sorry. And he's like, Well, no, I don't understand no, no, no. what happened. And I'm like, We just had a whole conversation with Pastor Cal about what could have happened with her daddy issue thing and her abandonment issue thing. And so he's sitting here saying he doesn't understand how everything went to hell in a handbasket. So well, fast, and honestly, but. like, I kind of get that. Because it's just like, how did you equate? And then this just may be, like, my personality type is, like, I am not a loud and boisterous person. So when people get like that with me, I'm just like, She's whoa. lying, y'all. I'm just like, kidding. Tamara's whoa. No, but I'm really just like, you will never see me, like, just acting crazy like that. And so when people do that, it really makes me rethink, like, our connection, our relationship. Like, is this something that's serving me? And so I understand, Zach, who's kind of just like, look, I've had this in the past. I don't really want to do this again. This is day two. You already kind of flipping out. And then after that conversation, she left again. So it's not like she stayed there and was like, all right, well, let's make this work. Like, she left again and then canceled the housewarming. So he's just like, you're moving me around in so many different in different areas. I, I don't know what's happening. And I kind of don't blame him. Yeah, so his whole thing is like, I'm worried about how we how you handle things. I think we have a he says a fundamental difference in how mm-hmm. they handle things. He doesn't feel like he could be honest with her because he doesn't know if she's gonna fly off the handle or not. And she's like, Well tell me what you wanna tell me and he's like, Well, I didn't wanna come in here and if y'all remember, he wasn't there by himself with her in the apartment helping her set up. No, no, he was not. She was there with her friends and he came in with his friends. So I'm thinking he probably waited for his friend to show up and was like, Let's go in together. Yes. So we don't have to have no crazy shit. Um, so he said he couldn't eat. He felt more anxious than he did on the wedding day, which y'all know this man was toe up he was on the wedding crying day. <laughs> like he was having a day. So for him to say that, I was like, damn, this is tough. This is tough, you know, but that's, that's what sweet angels telling us, that's you know, this was worse. This was, this was worse for him. She says she wants to know how to fix it. She's apologized. She didn't know that canceling the housewoman would upset him so much. She didn't think about that. She didn't know. She's starting to tear up and voice cracking and stuff like that. Say he's like, well, 
we don't need to have answers right now. I just don't know like what to do. Like we, like, we might need to take some time apart. He doesn't want to stay at the apartment. He's, you know, he's like, no, nah, I need a reset. I need to get out of here. Which is pulling a Johnny a bit. Yeah, he's pulling to Johnny, and she's like, Zach, we're married, and it's like, well, I'm married. Man, just, man. Now you care. You you wouldn't you wouldn't marry when you moved out two days ago <laughs> and then left again. Now you care. <laughs> It's this is kind of hard to watch because I was like, this is really just crumbling. Goodness, <laughs> this is so the highs bad. are high, the lows are low. That's what I was saying. I was like, man, <laughs> what a wreck! Wow, he isn't like she's trying to apologize. He's not even saying I forgive you, but he's like, I get it though. Like that was nuts. Like he's just like, I don't know what happened. Well, to he you. didn't even see her slam the stuff on the table. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and I'm sure now he's like, well, shit, I dodged the bullet. But yeah, when she slammed that shit, I was like, girl, this is madness. So like, if I, I would have seen that, I'd have been like, oh. <laughs> but he doesn't see it. He hasn't seen it all. She was, she's been a little bit erratic and like moving out. Like that's extreme though. <laughs> Sorry, and it's extreme. But what kills me, and I honestly understand this, is that like you left once, you know, after the paper towels and stuff that you threw. And then after Pastor Cal, you left again. So it's just like, how can I trust that? Like, how can he trust that? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Who who knows what's going to happen? That's kind of where we end with this, this episode, y'all. Um, but we do get kind of a sneak peek into, not a sneak peek, it's a preview. I'm sorry, I don't even know why I try to hype it up like that. Sneak it's peek. a preview. <laughs> a preview of next week's episode and looks like we're in for more drama because what else do we have uh, with these people who aren't necessarily compatible um, so more fun to be had do we have a recommendation or what I'm watching this week <sighs> what am I watching this week you guys um, I'm not watching anything new I'm watching Outer Banks um, did I talk about Outer Banks I don't think so. I don't think I have. Okay, so Outer Banks is on Netflix. Um, it's a little teeny show. You know, I love a good teeny show. Uh, it's technically categorized as a mystery, and it's about a teenager enlists his three best friends to hunt for a legendary treasure linked to his father's disappearance. Um, so it's a super cute show. Uh, it's a group of like five. No, it's a group of like four friends. Um, one of them is like a black girl, like a mixed girl. Uh, one's a black guy and the other two are white and they live I believe in South Carolina in the Carolinas um, and I believe Outer Banks is South Carolina I believe but it's a super Outer cute Banks show is North oh is it oh you you would know thank you thank you blessings okay so North Carolina um, it's a, it's a really good show I love a diverse teen show and honestly it took me like it took a while for me to get invested I believe it actually took like five episodes because at first I was just like, Ooh, this is stupid. I probably would have given up. I was like, this is kind of stupid. But I, 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 I kept in there because the cast is very diverse. Mm. Like I, I love representation. So I was like, let me give it a go. Is this like a CW show or is it a show? No, it's Netflix. Netflix. Oh, okay, you did say that. I'm sorry. But this, and they're also like very attractive. Like it's a very attractive. So it is kind of giving me CW where you got the attractive people, the shows that are kind of subpar. The acting's really good though. <laughs> um, and one of my favorite actors, uh, he was on the show called Nashville. 
um, that I loved. It was on ABC. Um, he's in this. He's playing like somebody's dad. Uh, his name is Ward Cameron. I think he's such an attractive older white gentleman, you guys. I think he's very gorgeous. Um, and so he's in it. Uh, who else is in it? Uh, Adina Porter's in it. She's a really great actress. Um, and we just have some really great, phenomenal young actors and actresses. And I'm just wondering, like, how do I how do I get cast? You know, because I feel like I fit in, like, with these 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 kids. Like, I could I could be that, you guys. So if anyone has any advice on how I can bring into the <laughs> acting world, that would be really helpful. So yeah, watch Outer Banks. It's great. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you for that insight. We will keep a lookout for that. Absolutely. If anyone has any agents, just let me know. I, I'm, I'm open. Yeah. If to y'all work. see a casting call, you know, definitely let Tam know. She would like to like to join. Thank you, guys. Um, add to the diversity. I don't have anything this week, but I do want to thank y'all for listening to us yet again um y'all are giving us some numbers some things have happened that are things have happened um, what's happening girl i don't know it was like the other day for some reason the numbers jumped like a big jump um and i was like "Ooh, what's happening did we go viral we probably didn't go viral (laughs) y'all but you know i was like why what do we do we did something right people are like checking for us um So there was a big boost on September 7th, Labor Day. Y'all must have been bored. Y'all was listening to us? Oh, yeah. Thank y'all. y'all. probably just sitting there, you know, laboring. There was a laboring. big boost on that day, and we have some um, some people from some, from some other places that we are now, uh, or some new places, I guess, that we're now streaming in. I think we talked about Spain, South Africa, there's a lot of new places in Canada that people are listening. There's an Australia, which, Ooh. yeah, Australia happened. We That's our first Australia, so. Sounds like we're doing good, but I wanted to tell y'all that we see these things and we feel encouraged by these things. Um, and we see, like, when y'all are listening, what y'all are listening from, and we really appreciate y'all checking in with us. Because this, uh, this one episode, Don't Kennel Me, woof, it's probably one of our most downloaded episodes that was the Man, last episode we did what an episode i mean don't kill me is that's that's a, you know that was that was a, a crazy quote y'all really like that y'all love that nuts. one i wonder what the quote reason. will be for this one because i feel like we had a lot of oh, i'm sorry the title because we had a lot of notable one-liners oh. here Hmm. i was liking i don't need a fucking reset but what Oof. do you think i liked that but i also liked i liked irrelevant <laughs> <laughs> because it's well, we can't just have a relevant. We need a whole statement. I liked. Uh, what else did you like? Um, there's quite a few things. I feel like Jose said something crazy. Um, I did like when Mirla said, "How can we bring him to my level?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I know that's right. Um, something about you know being broke would be nice as well. Because mm-hmm. that's yeah. what Gil is. He's broke. Okay, we'll think about it. Um, Why you get so mad when I when I say Gil broke? He is broke. Retirement slow. Checking account slow. He's broke. What's what's? <laughs> why you get so upset? Because I'm just tired of these financial conversations with these two. Like we all know where we stand. We all know. 
we don't need to keep talking about it. If we could just move on, mm-hmm. if we could talk about other things, we'd probably forget that she has money. We'd probably forget that he's broke. That's if we true. could just move on to other things. <laughs> but we oh, can't I like. Um, I also like kayak anxiety. <laughs> because <laughs> like come on brett what in the world <laughs> that's a good one maybe that'll be the one that like, seems honestly, really obscure that was i like nuts <laughs> okay there guys okay okay getting off topic here um thank you guys for listening we'll be back next week um you know love you take care bye bye